Hello and welcome back everyone. So happy to have you here. Today we have a special guest with us, Miss Devorah Berkowitz. And you know, Devorah has such an interesting insight because she is a medical medium. She does spiritual healing and energy work. And so when you were talking with her, you're getting a really deep insight and she does special work. It's um, a pleasure to speak with her. And when you are in this conversation, you're also being led into what it really looks like on the outside to be out of balance when we're trying to do all the things and be all the things for everyone else and how burning the candle at both ends will eventually lead to it falling out the back end somewhere in life. And this is a full on discussion about how things look on the outside, but what's really happening deep down. Such a beautiful conversation, and I'm so happy to have you here for it. Thank you for tuning in. We do have a tiny bit of fuzziness in the audio, and we always do our best to try to provide quality audio. She was tuning into us from Israel, so we did the best we could, and it does even out a little bit uh, about halfway through the episode. Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy of Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress is preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello and welcome back, my gorgeous thriving souls. Today we have a special guest with us, Miss Devorah Berkowitz. And we're really going to dive in to some deep, fun topics today about energy and healing and Devorah is a medical intuitive and energy healer, so she gets into the root causes of healing by finding the emotional and spiritual root causes in chronic illness and in relationships that might be painful. So such a good topic and a deep topic, and we are so happy to have you here. Welcome. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Hi. Um, so I would love to hear more, you know, exactly how it is that you came into this work and what the journey was for you, because this is such an interesting and deep work that you do. Well, Callie, it's been quite a, a journey, and it started off when I had my own healing crisis, and it was a time when I was living on an empty tank, completely out of balance, and it was a time when, as a busy mom and as busy moms know, uh, I would just collapse from exhaustion after after the last child finally drifted off to sleep. And each day I felt like a ping pong ball, you know, bouncing back and forth between taking care of my family's needs and everything else on my plate. And one day I somehow found the time to go to the eye doctor because a friend had said, you know, don't keep putting this off. Don't mess around with your eyes. You see, I had this gray spot in the center of my vision. It was like a bullseye that moved every time I looked around. So 
if I looked up, the gray spot went up. If I looked down, the spot went down. And I knew I probably should deal with this. The thing was, it was a week before Passover, which was the craziest time in a religious Jewish woman's life because it's a time for shopping and cooking and cleaning. And here I was sitting opposite the doctor with my head kind of like stuck in that device that they use to check your eyes. Um, and this was doctor that I knew for his sense of humor. And I was concerned because he was very, very serious. He was looking through one lens, you know, first through, you know, for my right eye, then my left, back and forth. He looked really stressed and I was worried. I went out to wait in the hallway. And as I sit there, I watched him rush down the hallway, muttering to himself, Oh my gosh, this is the week before Passover. <laughs> you know, when we clump me back in, he looked at me with great compassion and he kind of squeezed out a little sarcasm. He said, Mrs. Berkowitz, where would you like to spend the Passover meal? In this hospital or in that hospital? And I was like, what? Me in the hospital the week before Passover? Like, there's too much to do. And so there's a cab on my way to the hospital. And a, neuro a neurologist uh, that came to see me after a couple of days of testing showed me an MRI of my brain. And he pointed out these bright objects called UBOs, unidentifiable, uh, unidentifiable bright objects. You know, it reminded me of UFOs. Um, so I nodded politely and listened to him. And I still wasn't connecting that I had a, you know, serious problem. It was just way too much for me. I think I was, you know, disconnecting from that. Um, but then I made the connection that that picture of the brain was actually inside my own skull. And I had to face the fact that I was going blind. I had brain damage. But then when I finally had time alone to myself to reflect on this whole situation, it was as if I'd heard a voice coming from deep inside of me. It was like the voice said to me, you can slow down now. It is time to stop pushing yourself. You are already doing enough. And then suddenly I felt calm and I knew I'd be okay. And I realized that this was such a gift. This was a wake-up call. And now I had an opportunity to make changes in my life. So I understood really deeply that I had to stop acting like a ping pong ball going off at every angle. I had to start taking care of myself so that I could be there for my family. Um, and as a result of this wake-up call, I hired experts in nutrition and natural healing and energy work. I made a lot of changes. I learned to say no. I learned to delegate. I got my husband on my side to help out more. But most of all, Kelly, I started appreciating my own life more. And I started appreciating my family more instead of seeing all of my responsibilities as a burden. And so in the process of taking care of myself, I saw that I was learning powerful lessons and deep healing. And I knew that I had to share these discoveries with other women so that they wouldn't have to burn out like I did. And that was just the beginning of my healing journey that brought me to different ways of helping people.
Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing. You know, everyone has something that has started their path and it seems like the path is always an evolution and a journey. And now you're working with energy and healing and you're working with an intuitive space doing medical intuition. So how does that land for you when you see other people coming towards you who are needing help and, you know, like kind of where they've been? How does that process unfold? So the people that I love to work with are um, coaches and healers who are, you know, really successful at helping other people um, love personal growth. And there's always that one little thing that just won't go away, whether it's physical health or emotional well-being or challenging relationships. Um, And a lot of these coaches and healers feel like, you know, they've tried all kinds of therapies and modalities and they still haven't got to the level of healing that they want to. And they're saying to themselves, you know, why can't I heal? They might feel like a failure or even a fraud because they haven't healed themselves yet. And so through the work that I do as a medical intuitive energy healer, through this spiritual empowerment, I help them to connect to their divine source for deep healing at root so that they can break through their well-being last ceiling and reach their next level. And I see a lot of common themes and patterns. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that come to me come from difficult backgrounds where there was a difficult parent, like a critical parent or a catacomb environment. Maybe the, maybe the parent even had a mental illness or um, there was abuse and trauma generally. Genera- generationally um and oftentimes these women are divorced because they ended up marrying someone who had similar traits or echoed similar responses um that they had and it just you know didn't work out um and all these uh, women are carrying i would say like an inner child that has not been seen and heard and so one of the highlights of the work that I do is helping them heal this inner child um, by really hearing themselves and seeing themselves um, while we support them with divine energy healing. So do you have any particular examples of times or people that you've worked with in the past that you felt like you saw a difference and a change with this kind of work? Um, Like how many, how many types of people do you see, do you see patterns or like a certain type of pattern emerging when you're doing this kind of work? Sure. Um, I want to just say that I've been listening to a lot of Tony Robbins lately and Tony Robbins talks about your state as the first step that you need to create in order to achieve your, your goals, whether it's a healing goal or a business goal. Um, and that if you don't create your inner state, then no strategy is going to work. And so um, I'll give you an example of how shifting your energy or your emotional state can help you move forward. Um, And so what I've seen in my clients is, let's say, two major groups of these states. The first one is related to boundary issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, uh, the boundary issues include... um, you know, because the parents didn't have good boundaries, 
And so my clients come with either overworking, like pushing themselves like a runaway train that can't stop and they're on the go, 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 or overgiving and having to please other people. So one of my clients was really indulged in her work and she was pushing herself to stay up late to serve her clients. And she would have low energy the next day and feel resentful. So we scanned her system for the root cause of this overwork. And what we found was the stressful parent-child relationship. Oh. And as these blocks cleared, she opened up to self-love and compassion at higher levels. So you can imagine washing a dirty window. And it becomes clear, and so the sun can shine through. That became her new state. And as a result of her new state, she created better boundaries around her time and her energy and stopped overextending herself. And then over time, she found herself resting more and enjoying her life. And not only that, but also getting more clients and earning more money, not even having to work as hard as she did before. So you can see how she shifted her state from putting pressure on herself and pushing to enjoying life more. And this helped her create a better life for herself. That's amazing. And so much of what we talk about here, we're talking about incorporating the elements of wellness, but also spirituality really being a missing element in so much of what we see in traditional wellness. And this is really speaking to the heart of that, um, not only identifying energetically, looking back and seeing these blocks, but also being able to open up and love. Um, love always seems to be at the root of so much of this, whether people are unwilling to accept love or being scared to like open themselves up to it and receive it. Um, that's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. Hey, it's Kelly. I just wanted to make a quick interruption and remind you that if you are listening to this now thinking that this is you, that you feel like you definitely need some help in connecting to yourself and feeling like you are in a place where you want some guidance and that you need that person who's guiding the way for you a little bit into your own empowerment in your health. If you're feeling a little bit lost, disconnected, if you're feeling sluggish without energy, feel like you're foggy in the brain. These are all outward symptoms of an inward thing that we can start to work on together. So there's a couple ways to do that. The first way is to connect to yourself more deeply. And you can do that through joining one of our healing circles or through downloading your free meditation, which is at signup.synergythrive.org forward slash breathe. And figure out in that moment if you are connecting more deeply and if you feel like you are ready to jump in and have a little bit more guidance on your way. The other option is always um, you can book a discovery call and just see what is the right choice for you in this moment to get a little bit more guidance and a little bit more help on your health journey. And as you are looking for transformation and finding your own energy. And I just wanted to remind you that you are able to be empowered in your own life and you are able to shine your light so brightly and we are here to help. Being able to open up and love. Um, 
love always seems to be at the root of so much of this, whether people are unwilling to accept love or being scared to open themselves up to it and receive it. Um, that's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. Do you, um, and I think you said there was another example that you had too, of some type of patient or, oh, sorry, not a patient. That's my nurse brain talking. <laughs> some type of client that you see, um, that you see patterns with as well. Yeah. There's the, the opposite of overdrive is, um, you know, pushing yourself is the overgiving to other people. And this is where Self-love is really important because oftentimes a feeling of abandonment can come in. So one woman who, as a teenager, she had to care for her sick mother and her younger siblings. She was frustrated about having to please others now as an adult and always feeling obligated to give too much. You know, she had a very nurturing personality, so it was her nature to give to others, but it left her feeling overwhelmed and drained. And she was so tired from giving so much to her family and to her clients. And if you can relate, she wanted to be selfless, but not selfish. And at the same time, respect her own needs. And she knew she had this pattern of feeling abandoned and she didn't want to keep abandoning herself. So we did healing around her boundaries. And I helped her reframe giving as coming not from a selfless place, but from a self-full place where she could make sure her own needs were met first before giving to others, to fill her own cup before pouring it out to others, to put on her own oxygen mask before putting it on others. And she realized this pattern came from a duality that her mother used to have, which was giving and then resenting the giving. Wow. So we cleared that energy from her system and as a result, she was able to find balance. So when she learned to shift her state from overgiving and abandoning herself to finding balance, it gave her more energy and joy. And from that joyful place, then she could strengthen her boundaries and improve those relationships. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, when you're thinking about abandonment, I don't ever think about abandoning yourself, but this is so true and pretty profound. I feel like that's so transformational. When you finally wrap your brain about around like what you're really doing, when you're continuing to give your so much of yourself away, that is amazing and really insightful just on a whole other level. Yeah. And another way that we abandon ourselves is with the self-judgment and the inner critic. And this is part of the second group of examples of transforming your state, uh, which is coping mechanisms. So inner critic, that self-judgment, it's a coping mechanism that comes from childhood. And I'm thinking of one woman in particular who was carrying her mother's critical and judgmental energy as well as energy from her ex-husband. And as I mentioned before, sometimes women end up marrying someone who, you know, represents one of their parents that they struggled with. And it's the subconscious's way of trying to say, you know, look, I'll get through it this time without getting hurt. But the same patterns keep going unless you get help for that. So this critical energy was keeping her from getting to the next level in her business and also meeting a better quality person for her next marriage. So we need to focus on 
raising her own vibration so that she could attract someone with a higher vibration as well. So the first step was we need to clear her energy from her mother as well as her ex-spouse. And, you know, the healing that was sent brought her a feeling of peace. And I remember asking her, okay, so so where's your mother in this now? And she couldn't find any negative feelings toward her mother. And this is the power of clearing your energy. Oh, that's amazing and beautiful. And something that I've personally been able to experience also. So it's transformational when it happens. And I love it. Um, when people are coming and they're hoping to find a transformation like this or hoping to work with someone like you, how do you normally up, end up working with people? Do you usually just work one-on-one or how is it that you end up having these transformations? There's different levels depending on what a person needs and what they're willing to invest in themselves. There's the level of working one-on-one where you can go really deep um, and over time really transform the neural network in your brain really transform your energy because deeper issues take longer to heal. There's also the remote aspect of being able to um, imagine receiving the answers to your prayers. Imagine having someone praying for you. That's kind of what distance healing is like as well. And the combination of those two um, are uh, really help accelerate the person's progress. And then there's another another really valuable tool that I find helpful, which is ongoing access. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go to like a therapist and you saw them once a week and there was no contact in between the sessions and you came back the next week, you almost like forgot what you were talking about the week before. Yeah. So what I love about having a boutique style, high level service is that constant connection with my clients where, um, you know, they might be working out their health and wellness issues and their well-being issues and relationship issues. But let's say they have a presentation to make or um, something's, you know, they're trying to buy a house and, the, you know, the, the bank's not, you know, coming through or whatever. So we can send them clearing and healing energy on these other aspects of their life. We can heal other members of their family. There's so much that you can do. With remote energy, but it's energy, you know, we're all connected. Everything is energy. Um, and that is one of the things I love about the work that I do. So people can work on different levels depending on the, uh, the different level of um, involvement that they want, the different level of um, deeper or lesser transformation, whatever they have time and energy for or resources. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, and if someone is listening to this thinking, I definitely need this type of transformation in my life and they're hoping to be able to work with you or contact you, how is the best way to find you? I can be reached through my website, easeandflowsoul.com. I can be found on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And um, yeah. probably telepathically too, Uh, but people need to leave their information so I can get back to them. Okay, perfect. And is there anything else that you have to offer for listeners of the Synergy Thrive podcast to connect with you further or get a little taste of what you do? Yeah, sure. So if 
you know, anything resonated from this talk we had today. Um, I have free resource called Three Keys to Help You Reach Your Next Healing Breakthrough. And this is especially for coaches and healers who want to create more energy and freedom and joy by opening up to new possibilities for healing. Even if you've been working on yourself for a long time with therapy or self-help or alternative healing modalities, um, if you want to gain peace of mind and quiet the inner critic who says, I should be able to heal this already and be able to stop feeling frustrated or feeling like a failure that you haven't gotten to the level of healing that you wanted. And for people who want to deepen their connection to their divine source and build their confidence up, um, these are all kinds of aspects of uh, the work that I do. And you can get a taste of that in three keys to help you reach your next one breakthrough. Very cool. Okay. Well, that was so insightful. I love your style of healing and your approach. It's so deep. And I feel like people can just connect so deeply there with themselves and find, you know, a real path of healing and a real journey of healing with you. So thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom with us and sharing your insights and your methods with us. And I think this work is some of the most important work that we are doing now, ancient work, but at the same time, it's new in our realms of understanding these things and being able to open and accept it. And so thank you so much for what you do. Thank you, Kelly. It was a pleasure to talk with you today. Very much so, an absolute pleasure. And for our listeners, just like always, I, I wish for you to find beauty in something small today. Thank you for tuning in and I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.